Hello, word nerds, and welcome to the dictionary. Before I started recording, I was trying to fix my hair, and I made it worse. So I said, let's just go with that. Let's just make it as bad as possible. Here, should we do even more? Oh, there we go. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that. Uh, okay, here we go with the first word in this episode. Oh, I'm recording this on January 16th, 7.26 a.m., negative five degrees. Negative five? What are you talking about? Okay, the first word is epsilon, E-P-S-I-L-O-N. You can just say epsilon. This is a noun from the 15th century. Number one, the fifth letter of the Greek alphabet. And it says to see the alphabet table. The fifth letter, epsilon, starts with an E. The E is the fifth letter in the English alphabet. And because I can do this, let's look up what? I don't... Is it going to show it here? No. Uh, epsilon, it has, a, I think, a very specific uh, look, look to it. Um, it's a specific character. Here we go. It looks like an E. Um, it looks like the lowercase, the lowercase E. No, let's say the uppercase E first. Uh, you could write it as a, a capital E, but sometimes it gets, um, drawn as like a, almost like a Z. The, the, the upright part is angled in. Um, and so it goes, let's see, for you, it would be like E, it goes this, and then angles in, and then back, and then in like that. Um, and so the part where the, the middle line of the capital E, it's really just this angled part. And then the lowercase E, looks like there's a couple of those as well. Why are there different versions of these? Um, the lowercase E is the same shape as a capital it's a backwards three. It's very curvy. It's a curvy capital E. But there's another one that just looks like almost like a cursive O. It just it's uh it goes vroom. I don't know how to draw it for you. It's an O with the line going off to the well to the right the right edge. Maybe those are both uh, lowercase. I'm not sure, but that's what it's showing me. And so that's epsilon, the fifth letter in the Greek alphabet. Number two, an arbitrarily small positive quantity in mathematical analysis. So when you're doing math and you got epsilon in there, it means some sort of small positive quantity. There's an amount of something that's positive. It's not negative. You have more. You have a small quantity of positive one banana and so, uh, but it's arbitrary. It could be different. I don't know. I have epsilon bananas. Epilonic? Eps no, epsilonic, that is an adjective. How you use that, I have no idea. Um, this, uh, this is from the Greek word. It looks like it's two words, actually. The first word is just the letter E in uh, 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 in English, uh, that's how it's spelled. Then the second word is pisilon. It unless they made a mistake, there is an e, then a space, then the rest of the word p s i l o n. I don't know how to pronounce that on its own. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be, 
but I think that is how it's supposed to be because this literally means simple E. So that second word, P-S-I-L-O-N, pisilon, or just silon, or some other way, that means probably simple. And then the E is E, so it's a simple E. I don't know why we have to describe the E as simple. Is there a complicated E? How many kinds of E's are there? Do you do this, Greek people, do you do this for all of your letters? What do they mean? Whew, that's never thought about that. I figured it was just epsilon stood for epsilon. Okay. Uh, the sound effect today is going to be babadip-boobadoop. The next word is epsom salt. Capital E-P-S-O-M. Second word is salt. This is a noun from 1770, and the synonym is Epsom salts with an S at the end of salts. And somehow I guess it just got shortened to Epsom salt. That's our next word. Epsom salts. Noun from 1828. So the salt, the singular version, was the first one, and then salts came later. And I guess that they just preferred that usage, that, uh, that the plural version of it. Because you're not ever talking about just one salt. Can I have a salt, please? My, my food is just so close to tasting right. I just need one salt. One little grain of salt will do it. Just the tiniest, but just put it on there and I'll make my taste buds happy. But all the salts, all the Epsom salts are... A bitter, colorless, or white crystalline salt, MgSO4. Looks like there's a little dot for the multiplication symbol or something. 7H2O. That is a hydrated magnesium sulfate with cathartic properties. They're going to make you sleep, sleepy. Uh, this is from Epsom, England, so that must be where... It was invented, um, but what what do you, what do people use Epsom salts for? Um, are these the things that they like put on to 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 make you sleepy? Uh, let's see. What what does this have to say? There's all these different kinds, natural occurrences, uses. Um, it's used externally or inter internally. You can use it on the outside or the inside. Uh, the main external use is the formulation of bath salts, especially for foot baths, to soothe sore feet. If your feet be sore, you can put them in a bath, put some Epsom salts in there, and it's going to soothe your feet. I don't know how. It's going to make them sleepy. It's going to make them cathartic. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Is there an internal? Internally. Magnesium sulfate may be administered by oral, respiratory, or intravenous routes. Uses include replacement therapy for, uh, replacement therapy for magnesium deficiency, treatment of acute and severe arrhythmias, as a bronchodilator in the treatment of asthma, preventing eclampsia, and cerebral palsy. Preventing cerebral palsy? Uh, a tocolytic agent, don't know what that is, and as an anticonvulsant. It may also be used as a laxative. Hey! So many uses for Epsom salts. Okay, good stuff. I didn't know about most of that. Uh, 
Next is Epstein Bar virus. Epstein, no, it's actually Epstein. Apologies to Epstein. This, I think, is an eponym. It's got to be Epstein Bar virus. Uh, capital E P S T E I N hyphen capital B A R R two R's noun from 1968 a herpes virus there's a lot of parentheses that causes infectious mononucleosis and is associated with Burkitt's lymphoma and nasopharyngeal carcinoma pharyngeal carcinoma it's abbreviated to EBV, Epstein-Barr virus. Um, so the species name of this uh, herpes virus is human herpes virus 4. Maybe that's not the species name. It's in italic, so I thought that maybe it was. Maybe that's just another name for it. I think human herpes virus 4 wouldn't be one of those Latin uh, species names. Um, it is of the genus Lymphocryptovirus. Lymphocryptovirus. I thought cryptoviruses were things like cryptozoology. Those, that's all about animals that aren't real, we think, possibly. Unicorns, dragons. Um, so, yeah, this, this, is, this is, sounds pretty rough. Herpes? Nah, don't want that. Nasopharyngeal carcinoma? Also sounds bad. This is from... Michael Anthony Epstein, who was born in 1921, and Yvonne M. Barr, who was born in 1932, and they were English pathologists. So they were studying all up about the medicine of the bodies, and they came up with this one, and they said, this one, we get to name it, because we found it. Boobity-bobity-bobity-bobity. Next is the beginning of the EQ section, which is actually going to go on for a while. we got a lot of EQ words. This first one is just EQ, abbreviation for one equal or two equation. Um, it's interesting that uh, they don't have EQ in terms of audio stuff. I guess I would have thought that that would have been common enough to... I don't know, maybe it's kind of its own thing. Maybe it's too special to be in the dictionary. EQ, it's it's the the low frequencies and the high frequencies and everything in the middle, and you can adjust them how you want. Uh, make the lower ones louder, make the higher ones softer, anything in between. Um, yeah, maybe I'll play with that. Uh, for these, um, I do a little EQing. I do not know or understand fully the concept of it. I know I know what it does, but people, they can hear it. They can hear the differences. They know what to do to make it sound real good. I found that if I make a couple of tweaks, I can make this sound a bit louder and punchier and better, but I don't totally know why. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a whole audio thing that people are really good at, audio people. And that's not me. That's just not me. Boobity boobity. The next word is equable or equable. E Q U A B L E. And uh, yes, obviously, as we know, when you put a Q somewhere, it's gonna almost always be followed by a U. 
So it looks like, uh, let's see, EQ, every single one of these EQ words definitely uh, does have U next. Sometimes, you know, there could be some weird, unique words that I've never seen before, but nope. Other than the first one, EQ, all the rest of these are EQU. Equable, adjective from 1677, number one, marked by lack of variation or change, and the synonym is uniform. It's all the same, no change. We want everything, everywhere, all the time to be equable. No, we don't. We can't have them be all the same, all uniform. Sometimes you do, though. Like this example, an equable distance apart. So they are all at the same distance apart. They're four feet, four feet, four feet, four feet. What I don't know what these are. These are maybe ducks. The ducks are all the same distance apart from each other. What are they getting ready for? Two, marked by lack of noticeable, unpleasant, or extreme variation or inequality, as in an equable temperament. An equable temperament. Um, I, I think this is kind of what I have. I think I have an equable temperament because there aren't usually high highs and there aren't usually low lows. It's that uh, we're all different. We're all different. I just tend to keep closer to the center than some people. Uh, so marked by lack, that's the big, the big, the big important part of this definition. The lack of noticeable variation, uh, unpleasant variation, extreme variation. No, there's none of that. It's lacking um, or inequality. Uh, the lack of noticeable inequality, unpleasant inequality, or extreme inequality. Uh, okay, the synonym is the word steady. Yes, steady, slow and steady wins the race. Equability is a noun. Equableness, that's equableness. Yep, that's a noun. And equably is an adverb. This word is from the Latin aequare, which means to make level or equal and also from aequus, aequus. I don't know. It doesn't say what that what that one means. It probably just means equal in some way. Uh, yeah. So, anything else we gotta say about equable? Well, we're gonna we got a whole bunch of equal related words here, um, and uh, maybe maybe we'll have some stuff to say. Blue, 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 blue. Next is equal. No, it's not the sugary stuff that you put in your drink. This is just the word equal. I wonder why they called that equal. First form, adjective from the 14th century, 1A1, of the same measure, quantity, uh, amount, or number as another. It's the same as another, the same measure as another, the same quantity as another, the same amount or number, anything. Can I have... Do I have any good examples of the two things that I could hold up in my hands? Nope, I don't have nothing. I got equal things. I have an, well, actually, yes. <laughs> you can't, I have an equal um, number of microphones in my hands. 
because I got one microphone there and one microphone there. Okay, good job. This one is just getting reference for the video, uh, the video that's being recorded. I don't use that audio, but I need to sync these up. Okay, I have equal microphones. 1A2, identical in mathematical ver value or logical denotation, as in uh, the synonym, not as in, the synonym is equivalent. Equivalent, they're the same in mathematical value. 1B, like in quality, nature, or status. They are alike. It doesn't say alike. It just says like. But like is similar to alike. Like in quality, quality, nature, or status. We have the same status, so we are equal. Not everybody has this. Not everybody has this. Maybe someday we will have this. 1C. Like. For each member of a group, class, or society. Yes, this is the one. Uh, as in the example, provide equal employment opportunities. Those are very good employment opportunities. Um, and then what was the other part of that? Uh, yeah, group, class, or society. Oh, Then another example would be providing equal education opportunities. It's very sad and frustrating that we don't have that across the country, across the world. But maybe, maybe we can make some changes. Number two, for equal. Regarding or affecting all objects in the same way. The synonym is impartial. It's just like impartial. I don't care. It could go. It's I got it's, I'm trying to think of another way to describe that. Affecting all objects in the same way. I feel the same way about all that stuff. I'm going to, I'm impartial. I'm not, I don't feel strongly about one part or the other part. I'm impartial. There we go. Uh, death is equal. Death is impartial. Death doesn't care who you are. It comes for all of us, no matter what you've been doing in life. Number three, free from extremes. Free from extremes. We're not going up. We're not going down too far. We're free from those far, far areas. But more specifically, we got 3A. Tranquil in mind or mood. Ah, uh, yes. We'll take a little breath. Maybe do a little meditation. Gonna get the mood, the mind, tranquil. It's not going all crazy. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. And it's not like... Oh, I feel so bad. No, we're just we're just right in the middle. No extremes. 3B. Not showing variation in appearance, structure, or proportion. No variance in those things. 4A. Capable of meeting the requirements of a situation or a task. Capable of meeting... So if you were able to do a thing... You are equal. That one, I'm not entirely sure I've heard of used that way. Hmm. For B, the synonym is suitable, as in bored with work, not equal to his abilities. Okay, starting to make sense. Not suitable to his abilities. If he's doing work that's just like, ah, it's just so easy. 
Uh, it's so long. I need a challenge. I need to be challenged. I want something more exciting. Um, this this work is not equal to my abilities. My abilities are here, but this work is down here, and I'm bored with it. Come on, give me something better. I'm going to go find something better, make something better. A synonym is the word same, just the same. Uh, let's see. Yeah, similarly, et the etymologically, similarly to the previous word, it's from the Latin aequalis, which is from aequus, to use there, which means level or equal. And we saw something similar in the previous word. Blah, 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 blah. My sound effects are equal. The second form of equal is a noun from 1573. Number one, one that is equal. As in, insists that women can be absolute equals with men. And that is a quote from somebody who knew what they were talking about. Anne Bernays. Uh, B-E-R-N-A-Y-S. Anne Bernays. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, and she insists, she insists that women can be absolute equals with men, and she is right. Period. End of story. Why, why has the world not been that way? Well, for lots of reasons. We're not going to get into that. Um, I just watched uh, both versions of The Color Purple, and women were not equal to men in that time period, and that part of the planet, and ooh, it is very frustrating that it ever happened, but we have made huge, huge progress. Are we there yet? I don't know. A <laughs> lot of work to do still, No, especially in other countries too. Number two, an equal quantity. One and one, equal quantities. Two and two, equal quantities. I have equal quantities of microphone and banana. I just have one of each of them, but no, I really have a second microphone over there. I'm just talking about what I have in my hands. Um, okay, equal. So this, yeah, noun. We are equals, equal numbers, equal people, equal things. Blah, blue, blah, 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 blah. The third form of equal is a transitive verb. We're verb in it. We got equaled, equaling, um, it's from 1590, number one, to be equal to, especially to be identical in value to. And how that's a verb, I'm not quite sure. I think my glasses are dirty. Um, to be equal to. The banana says, I am equaling your quantity, microphone. We each have one. We each are one. We are, we have equaled each other. Number two is archaic, and the synonym is equalize, which is going to be at the end of this episode. Equalize. Three, to make or produce something equal to. P producing something that's equal to another thing. Hmm. So if you only have one of something, but you really need two of it, then you, you got to equal it. You got to make another one. So you have two. It's all alone. All by itself. Okay, uh, that's the verb equal. Here's now 
The word is equal area. Equal hyphen area. Adjective from 1901. And this is talking about a map projection. Maintaining constant ratio of size between quadrilaterals formed by the meridians and parallels and the quadrilaterals of the globe, thereby preserving true area aerial extent of forms represented. What even did that say? Maintaining... Okay, so I think... This, okay, yes, this is where I believe you, you take the globe. The globe is a sphere, but if you want to put it on a flat map, you have to change the shape to make it work. There are globes that are maps that are a 3D sphere stretched out, so they've got the proper proportions and everything, but then it's a weird shape, and it's kind of hard to look at, so when you make it rectilinear, when you flatten it out to be a globe, a, a, a flat square map, some parts look bigger than they really should be. It's not necessarily in proportion. Um, so this equal area, when you're projecting this map onto uh, the, 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 this globe, this thing onto a map, you're trying to maintain constant ratio. So the ratio of things, trying to make it constant and not change it from the original to the new one, maintaining constant ratio of the size between quadrilaterals formed by the meridians and parallels and the quadrilaterals of the globe, thereby preserving true aerial extent and forms represented. Yeah, an equal area map. I bet you that's a thing that exists. If I can find my cursor, I'm going I'm to click it on the thing. Equal hyphen area map. And I think it's probably going to show us, yeah, equal area projection. This is, now that one is just a circle, but I, yeah, uh, I think this is, it, you're keeping everything. Now that doesn't look equal. <laughs> it looked kind of weird, but yeah, here we got a couple other ones that are sort of stretched out in another way to keep everything in their proper proportions as they are in real life. I think that's the key. Okay. Next is equalize or equalizer with an S, which are the British variations of equalize and equalizer with a Z, which are coming up in a bit. Equalitarian is next. Yes, equalitarian. Adjective or noun from 1799. The synonym is egalitarian, that was way back in the EG section, egalitarian, and equalitarianism, that is a noun, and I am sure that there was also egalitarianism, but yeah, it's about, it's about being equal, looks like, I'm gonna guess that equalitarian came first, and then egalitarian came later, for some reason, not sure why the QU turned into a G, does anybody know why the E, the Q, U turned into a G. Next is equality. Let's spell this one. E-Q-U-A-L-I-T-Y. Equality. Noun from the 15th century. One, the quality or state of being 
equal to, this is the number 2A definition, nope, the 2A, yes, that's where, how the words go, the 2A definition for the word equation, which is, uh, that's going to be in the next episode, it looks like. Equation number 2A is also equality. Now, I need to look up, there was a comic that I saw, um, let's see, what words do I have to put in? Equality, um, there, it was showing, ooh, yes, I think this might be it, here we go, here we go, this is um, a comic showing the difference between equality and equity, and equity is going to be probably in a couple of episodes. Yeah, a few episodes from now, it looks like. Maybe more. Yeah, well, there we go. One, two, three, four from now. Um, you've probably seen this, but I think it's a good thing to talk about. Um, there's a picture of three people watching a baseball game. Um, and to be real blunt and clear about it, um, they have brown skin. And they're on, they're not in the stands. And everything here makes you think the way that it's designed is these are poor people who want to just enjoy a baseball game and they can't afford to buy tickets to it. So they're watching it from the other side of the fence, but the fence is tall and so they need to stand on boxes. Well, there's an adult and two little kids. The kids are too short to look over the fence. The dad, I assume he's a dad, he could hold him on his shoulders, or because it's a long game, baseball games are like 13 hours long, they need to stand on boxes. And so there's a difference. There's On the one side, it shows equality. This is equality, where they're all standing on the same size box. The tiny little kid, the taller little kid, and the adult. They're all three different heights, but they're all standing on the same size box, so they have equality in that sense. But the problem is, the little tiny toddler can't look over the fence. The box is tall enough to get the second the second kid, the older kid, above the fence. And the, the dad, he's tall enough to see over the fence without a box. But they have equality. It, it, it's something. It's something. It goes so far. But here, now, we have equity. Equity. We're going to talk more about this. This would have been a great thing to hold for the word equity, but I want to say it now. Equity is where you take those three boxes, you take away one of them from the, the, adult, the adult, the dad in this situation, and because he doesn't need a box to see over the fence. He's good. He's tall. Uh, one box, the one box for the second kid who's in the red shirt, that's enough to get that kid looking over the fence, so that kid gets to keep the one box. But the little kid, the little toddler, needs two boxes. So you have the same amount of boxes, but you readjust them. This is metaphorical. Do you understand? It's metaphorical. You take the two boxes and you put it under the little kid so they can also see over the fence. And everybody's heads now are at the same place. They can all see over the fence and enjoy the very, very long baseball game. That's equity, different from equality. And I think this is a very good there's a lot of other versions of this same comic with different types of people. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so that's an important thing to think about and know about when we're using these words, equality, equity. I think there's even a third one. Um, 
Somebody made a version of equity in reality. They just cut off everybody's legs so they're the same height. That's not what we're going for. We don't want to cut off people's legs. Okay, equality. The quality or state of being equal. Ooh, it's a it's a wishy-washy area, isn't it? Okay. Next, we have equalize. This is a verb from 1600, uh, starting with transitive. Number one, to make equal. Number two, A, to compensate for. Compensating for something you are equalizing, trying to equalize the situation. To B, to make uniform, especially to distribute evenly or uniformly, as in, equalize the tax burden. Hmm, think we can make some changes to the tax burden? Taxes go to help pay for things, but not everybody is paying the same amount or the relative same amount. Okay, to make uniform. Um, to see, to see, to adjust or correct the frequency characteristics of by restoring to their original level high frequencies that have been attenuated. I think this is talking about electricity. Yes, yes, an electronic signal. That's what we're talking about. To adjust or correct the frequency characteristics of an electronic signal by restoring to their original level high frequencies that have been attenuated. Attenuated. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, you you definitely want your electrical signals to be equal. Um, intransitive is chiefly British, and it is to tie the score. To tie the score. Equalize. They have equalized the score. I guess the British people say this when they're watching football, and the game is a tie, and they're like, they tie, they, they equalized it. And then the game ended, because... They like it when games end in ties. Equalization is a noun. Okay, next and last word. Boop, 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 boop. Equalizer. E-Q-U-A-L-I-Z-E-R. Noun from 1792. Isn't there a series of movies called The Equalizer? I've never seen them. But you know what he's doing. He's trying to make everything equal somehow. One that equalizes as a. A score that ties a game. The score, that's the equalizer score. That ball is the equalizer. B. An electronic device, as in a sound reproducing system, used to adjust response to different audio frequencies. And, uh, yep, again, that's all about electronics and... Oh, that's that's the EQ. That's the, that's the thing that's adjusting those the EQs. It's because it's an equalizer. Let's read it again. An electronic device uh, used to adjust response to different audio frequencies. The low frequencies, the high frequencies, the middle frequencies, all the frequencies in the world. And the equalizer adjusts them. You can adjust them. You can have a three-band equalizer which you don't have a lot of control and you got low, mids, and highs, or you can have a seven band or maybe more. The professionals probably have a whole bunch of them so they can just get real fine-tuned. 
on adjusting the levels of the frequencies. They love their equalizers. All right, I need to pick a word of the episode for this long episode. We had Epsilon, Epsom Salt, Epsom Salts, Epstein Bar Virus, EQ, Equable, Equal, 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 Equal Area, Equalize, Equalizer, Equalitarian, Equality, Equalize, and Equalizer. Well, I mean, I feel like I just got to pick equality as the word of the episode. In certain contexts, it might not be good as good as equity, but it's a good place to start. Equality. We want equality for all people. Never stop saying this. Never, never, never stop saying this. So that's what we want. We want... Um, we want equality for everyone. Hey, hey. That's my song. And now I'm going to talk about a couple movies. Uh, let's see. What do we got today for the movie situation? Um, let's see. We've got uh, Mean Girls, the original Mean Girls from 2004. We rewatched it because we are getting ready to watch the new one um, for my niece's birthday. We're going to go see the new one. And it looks just like a blast. Very fun. Um, and then we watched Rear Window. Uh, this is the original Rear Window because I think there's been at least one remake or maybe other things that are sort of similar. And uh, I hadn't seen it for a long time. But yeah, it's when you think about just the, the, the physical structure, they built this in a studio. It's a set. And almost everything is shot from one perspective, either with wide lenses or long lenses but the majority of it is shot from one perspective which is just a really fast it's just i would have loved to just be on that set and to see what that all looked like um yeah it's just a really interesting intriguing fascinating story all right that's the end thank you very much for listening and watching and until next time this is spencer dispensing information goodbye Hello, my name is Michael Hunter. My buddy, David Spencer, and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know, the guys that did... Looks like we're gonna have to jump! Sick come on, come on. We're going through every Flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them, David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahooglapods, a Homestar Runner podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold, and at pipedreampodcast.com.